Serial, Part 5 The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The preacher quoted the 23rd Psalm during Larry Huffman's funeral service. The pastor cleared his throat and resumed speaking. Larry Huffman served his county, served his state, and served his country. But most of all, he served God, the Lord Jesus Christ. He was a lieutenant in the highway patrol, and he was a lieutenant in the army of God and a bona fide prayer warrior. In the South, at least in Baptist churches, funeral services ain't about the person. They never are. The pastor always puts words in the mouth of the departed. If Larry had one thing to tell you today, it would be that you need to find salvation. Yes, it's true. Larry would like you to find salvation today here in the house of the Lord, but there's something that he would rather say right now if he was given the chance. Cheshire, you are in grave danger. Your dead cousin Frankie weren't dead after all. It was a cover-up for something much more sinister. It was a false flag operation. But he couldn't say that because the pastor had him telling you that you needed to repent. And Larry always believed this. He was the most pious and religious man that you'd ever meet. But the last thought on Larry Huffman's mind wasn't where his cousin Jerry, who was only there to be seen, would spend the rest of eternity. His thought was about Cheshire, a man that he knew to be in great danger. And, of course, Cheshire could never know what these thoughts were because Larry's life was taken from him in a violent struggle by a man that he thought had died years ago, but was somehow still alive and had taken a Polaroid picture in front of Cheshire's trailer, sitting on lawn furniture that was many years out of date, that was sold by Kmart many years ago, which had been stolen from his front yard when his daddy was still alive. The fear and apprehension in Cheshire's heart started to turn. His mind started to race as he started to put some puzzle pieces together in his head. Cheshire realized that if he backtracked Larry's steps, he could get to the information that Larry had for him, and that would set him on a new path toward understanding and overcoming this terrible situation that he was in. At that moment, Cheshire heard his name for what felt like the third or fourth time. Cheshire Vinoy, are you going to come up or what? Cheshire realized that he had been called to the altar 
to speak on behalf of the dearly departed Larry Huffman. Cheshire's thoughts continued to race. His palms began to sweat. He got a sick knot right in the middle of his stomach that he just couldn't do nothing with. It was anger and disgust at what had befallen such a wonderful man as Larry Huffman in this mockery of a memorial service. Not once did anybody mention his dog buster or the Atlanta Braves or Dale Earnhardt or the Republican Party or the fact that this man died so that I may live. Cheshire stood in front of the church and he saw many eyes staring back at him, most of which he did not know, and none of which did he care to know. Without a word, Cheshire turned away in disgust and sat back down on his pew. Clearly he's overcome with emotion, said the pastor. And he's not the only one, ha! Every single one of us in this church, ha! are just overcome by the sadness and confusion and anger, ha, for what's happened to dear old brother Larry Huffman, ha. Brothers and sisters, ha, in these days of doubt and confusion, ha, there's only one truth that you need in your life, ha, and that is the truth of the love of God, ha. And brothers and sisters, ha, do you know where you're going to spend the rest of eternity brothers and sisters I hope I pray that you take this opportunity to come up to this old fashioned altar and get you a dose of old time religion the pastor began to sing a few bars from the song old time religion give me that old time religion tis the old time religion Tis the old-time religion, and it's good enough for me. It was good for our mothers, ha! It was good for our mothers. It was good for our mothers, and it's good enough for me, ha! Give me that old-time religion. Tis the old-time religion. Tis the old-time religion. And it's good enough for me. Brothers and sisters, with heads bowed and eyes closed, do you have that old-time religion that saved your mother and that saved your father? When you die, are you going to see them? Is that where you're going to go? Brother Larry right now is just shouting glory, 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 hallelujah. The sick feeling in Cheshire's stomach grew, and it began to boil over. He just couldn't take what the pastor was saying, and he got up. He turned around, and he walked to the vestibule. Closer and closer. Listen to me, brothers and sisters. Brother Larry saying, please, please give your heart to Jesus Christ. If you do nothing else... Just listen to this one thing. This one little thing is the secret to eternity. It's the key to everlasting life. The walls were closing in on Cheshire and he just could not take it. 
he had to get out. He had to be out of this place. With your head bowed and the eyes still closed, if there's something on your heart that needs the Lord's touch today, please raise your hand. A hand raised in the congregation. Amen. Amen, said the pastor. Another hand raised and another. And after a few seconds, there were four or five hands up. Praise God, he said. Praise God. As Cheshire neared the vestibule, the pastor said, and as we end today, if there's any of y'all out there who still don't know the love and touch of Jesus Christ, I pray that you find that today. Brothers and sisters, I want you to know that I love you, that God loves you, and most importantly, you can have everlasting life in heaven above. All you got to do is ask for it. Cheshire picked up his pace, and he was only a few feet away from the vestibule. As the pastor said, In Jesus' name I pray. And all the saints said, As Cheshire crossed the threshold of the vestibule, a figure came into view, holding his arm high in mocking contempt. He wore a devil's grin on his face. It was his cousin Frankie. Amen, amen.